Today on American Conversations, we have a whistleblower with us who has been an executive medical specialist, uh, executive, uh, you've been a medical specialist executive, I'm sorry, yes. uh, at Estella's Pharma for 11 years. Uh, welcome and thank you. I know you don't want to use your full name, but you have been willing to identify yourself as an executive with Estella's Pharma. Tell us why you're coming forward. Um, thanks for having me, Christine. Um, I'm coming forward because um, I've been in the pharmaceutical industry now for 15 years. Um, we've all experienced the um, unfortunate situation of um, the vaccine mandate and this um, pandemic with COVID-19. Um, I was working for a company which repeatedly told me and my counterparts this past year that um, we would not have to experience a vaccine mandate. Um, we are a Japanese-based company, and um, they, um, from our Jap Japan corporate office, um, repeatedly was were told this year that we would not have to um, have a vaccine mandate. Um, unfortunately, on October 5th, of this year, um, we all got um, the vaccine mandate from Estella's Pharma that we were um, being forced to take um, the vaccine and to attest to um, our vaccine status. And um, effective immediately on October 5th, we were, um, were mandated to go home um, from our accounts and offices and hospitals and doctors that we had been calling on for 15 months, um, face to face. Right. Um, and, and, um, we were forced to go home on October 5th, unless we were fully vaccinated. Um, what about, yeah, what about religious and medical exemptions? Were they allowing sure. us? They were, um, they, they did say that we had to reach out to our, um, human resources assigned person with each department. Um, we had 30 days to notify our human resources department, um, that we would, be requesting uh, the Estellas Pharma form for religion or medical exemption, um, which I did um, at the end of 30 days. Um, so, so that and, was that was so you were notified on the 5th of October that you had to be that was a mandate vaccination, but you were given the employees were given a leeway of applying for medical or religious exemptions. And what was the deadline that you were supposed to so, so that there was a, a a window that we had to request um, the religious or medical exemptions. So that was just the request. Um, okay. The deadline was November 29th. Okay. To submit either or both. Or get the vaccine. Or get the vaccine. And and there is an attestation um, within corporate that each of us have to um, identify what category category we fall under, um, whether we've been fully vaccinated, whether we um, are not vaccinated but plan to get vaccinated, whether we um, are not vaccinated and will not be vaccinated, um, and we understand that there are grounds for termination. And the fourth one is, I don't like any of this, and I'm moving on from the company. So um, I still have not done my attestation, nor do I plan on doing an attestation because none of those fit. Um, my category. I was planning on continuing to work for the company without um, harassment or discrimination. And I do not agree with um, me not not getting the vaccine to being terminated. So I don't fit any of those four categories. All right. So let's back up a little bit because there's a little sure. bit in between that story. So 
Mm-hmm. So they, how many employees do they have here in the United States? 3,000. Okay. And how many, how many uh, employees o- overall? Oh, with our worldwide? I'm not sure okay. about worldwide. Um, I mean, we're global. We have um, Estellas Canada, um, Estellas Brazil. We have um, yeah, Italy. We, we've got Estellas um, So you, so you, you have, in other words, you're, you're a global entity with Correct. tens of thousands, if not more, uh, people working worldwide across Correct. the globe. Right. So when, was there a deadline? So you said that there was a deadline that you had to submit your medical or religious and that That's was correct. November 29th. And then what happened on November 16th? November 19th. Um, 19th. November 19th. Um, I received a lot of phone calls from counterparts who were in the same situation that I am in. Um, We have communicated um, daily, um, multiple times a day um, with um, counterparts that are within the same, um, going through the same experience that I am. And um, they all were rejected for religious exemption um, and medical. Were you going to apply for a religious or a medical exemption? Um, I was initially re- applying for religious exemption and um, which I had, I had completed that on my personal computer. Um, it was sent it in at that point in time. That's correct. I was, and that you was, know, the, and that was my understanding that was due to laws were changing. They were constantly changing. The rules were changing internally at the company in terms of the deadlines. That's correct. So they, they continue to change goalposts. Um, and so that therefore I wasn't going to submit something so sensitive. Um, right. This is my my sincerely held religious belief that um, people that I wasn't I didn't know who was going to be reviewing um, my religious exemption on this subject. And it was highly sensitive information. Um, I asked repeatedly and I have several documentations and communications with HR that's that request who would be reviewing my religious exemption. And they repeatedly denied um, to answer the question. Um, so on November 19th, when I was flooded with phone calls from um, my counterparts across the US, um, I was like, guys, I'm, I haven't submitted it. So I'm not what gonna have- it, First of all, let's go back. What were they telling sure. you on November 19th? They were telling me that um, they were all denied religious exemptions with the exception of Florida. Um, if you look back, um, Governor DeSantis of Florida had signed into law um, fines and violations for companies that um, that did not follow his mandate or his law um, in the state of Florida and in fines of up to $50,000. Um, and so Estellas um, quickly, in my opinion, quickly um, sent out the, um, the denial letters for all other states with the exception of Florida. So, so, um, so, all right. So let's 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 put this in some chronological context and sure. re- recap this. So on October fifth, the mandate came came out from the company, saying you had until November 29th to apply for your religious or medical exemptions. Prior to the time of you submitting your religious exemption paperwork, you although you had completed it and it was on your computer. You received phone calls on November 19th from some of your counterparts at the company saying that their religious exemptions had been denied, but you had not yet 
submitted your religious exemption. Is that, do that I have is, that right? That is all correct. Yep. So and, then, and by the way, they'd all been rejected except for Florida. What did you do at that point? So I checked my email, obviously, to make sure that I hadn't received any communication, which at that point I had not. Somehow my, my email wasn't working properly. Um, I could see my email, but I had not received any emails for that day, which, which is incredibly odd. Um, I get dozens of emails a day. So I called our third party vendor, um, had them reset my email. And then I saw a, um, a denial from HR human resources had contacted my manager and, um, and our VP of sales, um, for, for our division and had said, um, uh, and, and I quote, um, that, um, well, let me get to the quote. They said the company has reviewed all the information you have provided and in light of your job description and assessed feasibility of the proposed accommodations in order to continue to allow you to perform the essential functions of your job. After careful consideration, Estellas has determined that allowing an accommodation to the vaccine requirement in your circumstance would present an undue hardship. There was nothing I submitted. How did they, how did they carefully, um, there was no information for them to review. Um, I had communicated with our um, human resources department, Stacy Sticklin, um, who had repeatedly told me in documented um, emails and discussions that we had had that there would have been a two-step process um, on a case-by-case -case scenario for every submission that was given. And it was going to be reviewed by human resources legal and senior leadership. So I don't know how that many departments and such a litigious organization had failed um, on all levels and all accounts of what they had told us that the process, um, how the process was going to work. Um, so so in, your, in your analysis is because they didn't receive your information. You were told it was going to be two or three departments that were going to review each of the exemptions submitted. They, had made, they had made a blanket rejection uh, and uh, for the religious exemptions. So did you have a comment? Did you reach out to anybody at the company directly? And I did. What, and what was said? Who was it? And what did they say to you? So initially I responded to um, Stacy Sicklin, which is our human resources assigned to me and my department. Right. Um, and I said, um, there, there must be a mistake. You just sent me a, 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 a rejection to my religious exemption that I never submitted. I actually asked for both religious and medical. She never responded. However, I do know that she was responding to other counterparts that same day. So she was in the office and she did not uh, return my, my email in question to what has happened. Um, the next day, which was uh, November 23rd, I believe at that point, um, I sent another email to Stacy Sticklin and wanted to have answers to what what has happened and and why the process did not go as they claimed it would. Um, mm -hmm. So um, I got an immediate response um, that she was on vacation through December second. So um, I copied the email and because I was repeatedly told that senior leadership was also involved in this process, um, I copied the email I sent to Stacy Sticklin and sent it to our senior leaders um, out of Stellis Pharma. And um, I 
I asked, I asked for them to look at the story and asked for them to give me an, a, a reason that they came to this conclusion without, um, without the process that they had um, promised that would be reviewed uh, for all of my employees or for all of the employees that I work with at Estellas. Um, I did get a response back that day from Chantel Dodson. How high up the- Who is our VP of sales. How, how and, um, hold on, hold on. She, how, how high up the food chain is that person? Where is that person? Very high. Corporate hierarchy. She is, she is very high up. She is the VP of sales for medical specialties. Okay, go on. So she, um, she stated in her email and I quote, even though you had not yet submitted the documentation, the idea was to share the information with you sooner rather than later. Rather, senior leadership and consultation with legal and HR ultimately decided that no unvaccinated field sales employees would be permitted to visit any HCP office, hospital, etc., in the interest of preventing the spread of COVID-19. It is for this reason that any religious accommodation request you would have submitted would have ultimately been denied. So they had made a blanket corporate decision that in fact, that, that, that no one was going to get a religious exemption. And in your case, you had you were going to apply. You, I think I just heard you apply for a medical as well as a religious, right? I was not planning on doing a medical, but I did want all of the information that I could use um, in case because I, I do feel like I have a medical exemption um, situation that would have to be reviewed as well. Okay. So, so, but, th but th they had made a decision for you that th there's no religious exemptions whatsoever at Estellas. That's basically for, for anyone, but Florida, but Florida, but Florida. All right. So let's, let, let's, um, let's talk about the president of Estella here in the United States. What is his name? Mm -hmm. Mark Reisenhower. And my understanding is he is on the board of the Pharmaceutical Manufacturing Association. Correct. The Board of Pharma, P-H-R-M-A. All right. Are you aware of uh, some of the joint ventures that your company has that uh, with other entities that have any connections with Gates Foundation? Um, we do co-promote um, with Pfizer um, on a on a prostate cancer drug. I don't want to name the name of the drugs, but um, we do have a co-promote with them. Yes. All right. And there is uh, about, uh, you've been there 11 years, you said to me, uh, and in the business, I guess, for 15 years. There, There's right. another company that um, has some type of, it's called a MAP vaccine. And it's with okay. a company uh, of Enix. And they also get money, not not you guys directly, from what I understand from the, from the uh, research I've done. But they right. also... The MAPS vaccine that is being done with your company also gets money from the Gates Foundation. I wouldn't be surprised. So what 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 are your choices? And you don't really have a choice, do you? I don't have a choice. I've been told that um, I will be um, paid, put on um, unpaid leave on January 3rd. Um, they're taking everything from me. I'm a single mother. Um, I've been more than loyal to this company. And... Um, it's um, it's just a shame the the path that they've chosen, um, um, especially because um, they have single handedly um, only made this um, for the 
Acellus U.S. employees and not any other employee uh, employee uh, globally. Um, so you, have, you, have you confirmed that? So it's so so we have confirmed the, that the Florida Estella employees have been exempted from this process because uh, through March 31st. Let me just explain. Let me say that, too. It's only through March 31st. And then there would be reevaluation. Um, I did hear I, I, I it is not confirmed through email or documentation, but through leadership yesterday that um, there has been discussion um, somehow from the top down that um, they do not plan on granting um, um, accommodations through March 31st for those employees who have been granted that um, temporarily. In Florida. In Florida. Right, so again, that's for, for everybody. So all the medical exemptions that were um, approved um, nationwide and all of the Florida um, reps, all of them were accepted no matter what they said in their exemption. So um, so they, they had, I had gotten insight um, through uh, uh, reliable sources at the company that um, there has been communication from top down that they were, they were not planning on keeping any of those employees after March 31st, even though they said that they would reevaluate the situation. All right. So, and then what, what about the employees outside of the United States? They are, there is no vaccine mandate. Um, I will also state that um, uh, yesterday um, um, in, on the Jap Japan's website um, on the Ministry of Health, they um, state that uh, uh, companies should not mandate the vaccine to their employees. And they, um, they feel that each um, employee of Japan, um, all of Japanese uh, residents should, um, should not be forced into to getting this vaccine. And they, they, um, don't agree with um, any companies that are are forcing the vaccine. So, but what however, about, we're a Japanese-based company. All right, but what about the what about the Estella employees in Canada? They're not. Um, they don't have a vaccine mandate. Does Estella's have a have an office in Australia? I believe they do. Do you know what the policy? I believe is? I, I. All I have heard, we have specifically asked what other companies or I'm um, sorry, countries within the company. Um, has the same mandate, and we were told it was it was strictly U.S. I don't know if if anything's changed since then, but all I can tell you is currently the information that I have is that it's it's only for U.S. employees. So this is uh, just to recap again. This is a Japanese-based pharmaceutical company that has Correct. global reach. <laughs> Do you know? <coughs> pardon me. How many countries Estellas? operates in off the top of your head? I don't know off the top of my head, but, but several, All several, right. so it's several, not dozens. several. And we, when we know Australia, the U S Canada, so these are Western. I believe Australia. I do okay. believe, but I cannot confirm, but I do know Canada, um, South America, U S um, Europe. Um, um, I believe even um, South Africa. Um, so we have, we have a far, we have a, Total global reach. All right, so you've got you got a global reach, and this Japanese company has put put out a narrative and and basically saying that the people in Japan should not be mandated, nor should the employees for Stellas be forced to be mandated with these shots. And then the U.S. the U.S. arm of Stella has come out and said that you you can you can apply for uh, medical. And for religious exemptions, here's the process, here are the deadlines, here are the dates for submission 
for your exemptions paperwork. And then they internally changed it. It looks as if they weren't even ha had the intent to carry through with that. They made a mistake. They sent out uh, no religious exemptions on November 19th, even though the deadline to submit was on the 29th. And they're basically saying that, you know, you, even if you had submitted your paperwork, you were not. It wouldn't matter. Religious exemptions. So what's the next step? I mean, they're basically the America, the America Estellas has a contradictory policy to the headquarters in Japan. Is anybody Correct. taking a look at that? Has anybody been in touch no. with the Japanese office? We have. Yeah, we have um, with our our group of um, employees that are not vaccinated. We How have reached out. There? How many are there? Um, I know of about 30, okay. um, but I haven't gotten farther than Texas. So um, our reach kind of stops at Texas, um, but a lot of Southeast and some some dabbles, you know, all over the, the Northeast um, and Central. Um, I also wanted to let you know um, a statement from our um, chief administrative officer and chief in ethics and is this uh, in, no, in J Japan in who Japan. sent us an email mm -hmm, um, in, uh, in July. Um, he also sent one that was very similar in um, uh, August and it states, and I quote, Estellas will not tolerate any harassment, prejudice or unlawful discrimination against those who do not take the vaccine. We must also be mindful of each individual's right to medical privacy and will not require employees to reveal their vaccination status, except and only to the limited extent as may, re may be required by local law. Estellas reaffirms our respect for human rights of our employees, including the right to be free from unlawful discrimination and harassment. Um, I can tell you that that is absolutely a false statement. Um, I have multiple emails that have um, um, been discriminatory um, uh, for myself and other employees. I even had. Um, uh, Who are those emails uh, coming from? From HR and senior leaders. And what are those, um, I mean, it's what are the, just give me the gist of what those what those emails have said that you claim. Are well, when you right when you say that you're not going to mandate a, a vaccine policy and you do exactly the opposite and we have no warning we've been told over and over again this would not happen and you remove me from my um from my offices that this is my livelihood that you're taking away from me um so i cannot i cannot meet with any of my counterparts i cannot meet with my co-promote um i can't meet with my manager and i cannot meet with any of my accounts um these accounts are are all in the medical field and none of them have requested my vaccine status. The only person or the only entity that has mandated that I supply my vaccine status, which is, by the way, against HIPAA, HIPAA and PHI guidelines, it is unlawful for any company to demand that I submit anything to another entity. Um, outside of the organization. That is absolutely and 100% unlawful. Um, our U.S. President, Mark Eisenhower, stated last week that um, they have not violated, violated any HIPAA or PHI information, but I can, um, I can also tell you that um, um, Human Resources told me, uh, once again, another quote, um, we have decided to require all U.S. field employees to attest to their full vaccination status before entering the field on behalf of Estellas Pharmaceuticals. 
it's exactly the opposite of what they've been saying. Um, end quote. Uh, Human Resources goes on to say, quote, please consult with your manager if you have any questions on how to approach the customers, as our leaders should be equipped to help you with positioning to the customer, end quote. Um, this is a total contradiction to what uh, Global Japan leadership had said in their statements um, prior to the October 5th uh, vaccine mandate, um, where our CAO states, once again, quote, in no event should managers or colleagues individually inquire about vaccination status, end quote. None of these accounts, offices, or hospitals um, that I had any face-to-face -face interaction with uh, for the past 15 months in the middle of a pandemic and with no vaccine or treatment options available for half of that time um, ever um, requested my vaccine status. So um, it's exactly the opposite. It's discriminatory and it's harassment. I've had to disclose my personal health information to all of the above, which they stated that they never would. I would say that Estella USA has got a big problem if they're in violation of the company of the parent company's um, position that has been communicated directly from Japan to the email boxes of U.S. employees. That I think be, there's that, a that would be the, to me that is prima facie evidence that the 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 corporate position in the U.S. for Estellas uh, is violating. And and you would think. You would yeah, think, but I somehow mean, the Japanese somebody, are backing. Somebody in the room uh, at the corporate level would turn around and say, hey, we can't do this because the email from the CEO in Japan has already uh, established the precedent. And there's been no, and I take it there has been no communication to you and to the other employees from Japan, a change in policy? Um, there has been some communication to another unvaccinated employee um, that um, from Japan, from Japan, that um, we would have to go through human resources in U.S. So they they have been um, made aware of the situation and um, that we feel discriminated against. Um, and again, in that same um, video conference with Mark Eisenhower last week, he doubled down. He basically said that Estellas has not done anything wrong. Um, they have not violated our HIPAA or PHI information, protected health information. Um, uh, he well, said let's, that. Let's go back to this teleconference last week, because that's the first time I've heard about that. As a result of the kick up from this from this decision, he held no, it the was, conference. No, it was it was um, an open ended. You could um, type a question um, and they would answer it. Um, there would be likes beside a question. Um, and they would pick questions based on the amount of likes. Well, there was a lot of likes next to um, what they've they've unconstitutionally put in place um, in, in in you know our case. So, Is this um, a normal teleconference once a week, once a month with the president? No, no, it's not very often. We have some um, um, some roundtable discussions and some town hall meetings. Typically, they're quarterly. Um, this could have been a quarterly one. That that um, I don't know, like, but. But he did state repeatedly, and I have um, I have proof of that that um, he, they do not feel like they've done anything wrong. Um, that he stands by what they've chosen to do, and um, we even asked in in one of the questions um, due to some federal um, injunctions that have been happening constantly. Um, are is Estella's planning to follow the laws of the current injunctions? And he said that they plan on going through with the current procedure, regardless of injunctions, and um, which clearly clearly to me means that they're not following the law and they don't care about the law, in my opinion. 
Did he give the reason why they're doing this? Um, I, I will give you my opinion. No, um, did he give? Did he no? Did he give? Did he give a reason why they had changed their policy? Um, they just say that they're trying to protect um, patients and employees of Estellas who are who are vaccinated. Who are vaccinated? Correct. So he's basically saying that the unvaccinated employees are putting vaccinated people at risk. They say that we are a threat. I've got multiple emails saying that we are a threat. That the unvaccinated employees are quote unquote a threat to Correct. the vaccinated employees at and 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 presumably he he's insinuating or inferring that that you are a threat to any of the clients that you'd be seeing in the field. Correct. Wow. In writing from his office. In writing. Yeah, from from HR and repeatedly um, from from all senior leadership. Pretty did much. Did he say this in the conference call? The teleconference? Did the president? I don't say this. Mm, no, I don't remember him saying that we were. I don't. I don't remember him saying a threat. But I absolutely have multiple communications and documentations stating that we are considered a threat. So the next step, per your colleague who's in contact with Japan, uh, who's informed that this policy has been changed in the United States, has been told to go to HR. What's the next step for you? Um, I have still, other than the last email that I received from uh, Chantel Dotson, which is the VP of sales, I have not received any communication from um, human resources as I requested back um, on uh, November 22nd, I believe, and 23rd. Um, they still have not responded to me. And um, after I um, challenged Chantel on her statement um, that it wouldn't have mattered what I submitted, um, I asked her, why then would you even give, give that option to employees, believing that the process that you implemented or that you quoted and repeatedly told us um, in multiple communications was not followed. Why, why would you even um, um, subject us to the scrutiny of the sensitivity that um, we submitted on, on behalf of our personal, sincerely held religious beliefs? And I have not received a response. And you probably won't. I probably won't. I'm, probably it's won't. high likely that I've been, um, I've been, um, blacklisted or told not not to be well, you, were black, you, were, you were already blacklisted because you were unvaccinated correct right. i'm a threat as and it's not personal it's anybody who's in the company who's unvaccinated that's correct um have are they requiring their uh their clients who they who who, who do business with a seller all of our vendors yes they are mm-hmm so this is not just the employees. They're requiring their clients that they do business with to be vaccinated? Um, at the last I knew, yes, they were. I don't believe they backed off of that either. Is Japan aware of that? I'm sure Japan is aware of that. Japan is backing the U.S. president. <laughs> they were on the conference so, call. So the U.S. president, okay, so let's just be clear about this, Okay. So you're saying that in Estellas, it's not just the employees. It's anybody who does business with Estellas. I believe that that is true. Yes, I believe unless there has been a change, I believe that all vendors that um, do business with Estellas have to be vaccinated. How does that work? I mean, I, I'm not sure. Because <laughs> How do you not review a religious exemption? 
Well, no, if you're a vendor, you've got employees. So they're saying if you, you can't do business with Astellas until everybody in your shop is in, is vaccinated. There can't be um, there can't be uh, direct contact. Oh, right. So, yeah, there can't be any direct contact with the vendor and um, Astellas employees if, if those people are not vaccinated. And again, that that's I, I don't. That's the last that I heard. I haven't reviewed that process because it's not it doesn't affect me. So please take that last part lightly as i'm I'm not aware um, really previous to October fifth, but that is that is my um, that is what I remember them saying. Wow, this is a domino effect. This is a domino effect that 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 uh, doesn't seem to be stopping anywhere. So what what what's on the horizon for you? You've got to do, you're going to have to do your paperwork, your exit paperwork with a seller. I'm not exiting anywhere. Um, I plan on staying. Um, I, I I'm not going anywhere. They will have to um, send me my termination paperwork. I'm not I'm not going anywhere. They will have to fire me. So and the deadline for this? Do I have this correct? The deadline is January. January 3rd, um, I will be put on unpaid leave and um, pretty much have everything taken away from me. So, um, I mean, I have been a, a top producer for Acellus. I care about my patients and my doctors. Um, I have um, years of awards um, and, and accolades with this company and, and beyond. Um, I'm doing what's, what I feel like is best for myself and uh, for my for my child um right now maybe maybe later um there will be enough research for me to determine whether a vaccine to fight against COVID 19 is is in my best interest but today it's not and i shouldn't have my rights violated um speaking of that also in the state of illinois there is a um a an act called the right of conscious act um it started in the state of illinois and it basically um, prevents employers from um, mandating that employees put anything in their body or, or um, provide any procedures that they um, that they do not feel is um, is what they believe in. No matter what your belief is, if you do not feel like it's right, you don't have to do it. Um, so they're violating the Right of Conscious Act, which is um, trying to be. They're trying to repeal it now, but currently it is still um, a law and an act in the state of Illinois. <coughs> and you live in Illinois. No, I don't. But our company is based out of Chicago, Illinois. So the so the company's laws are covered by the the uh, the corporate laws are covered by the state of Illinois because they're incorporated in Northbrook, as I understand. That's it. correct. So what happens to your insurance for you and your, I have to, your child? I have to I have to pay. Um, I guess. A, a, portion of it. Um, and then it will ultimately, as far as I'm aware, um, be canceled on March 31st. So if, and when you get your termination papers, if you get your termination papers, have you thought of what your next move will be? Um, I would like to stay in the field that I'm in. I, once again, I love, um, who I work with. Uh, I love the area of specialty that I work work for. And, um, and I'm very <laughs> comfortable with, uh, the disease state. So I'd like to stay, um, within the same area that I'm currently in and provide the same services that I've provided 
um, for the past 11 years with this company to the same doctors and same, same patients that um, didn't have a problem with uh, my vaccine status. That's my plan. Who is Estella's uh, competitor in the specific field th that you have been in? Um, we don't really have much competition. There's a lot of um, uh, generics out there, but I mean, we we don't really have much competition in, in the disease state that I, I work with. I know you didn't want to mention that because we talked about that in the pre-interview, but I, I mm -hmm. just was curious as if there was a competitor that you could take your experience to. Um, is there anything else? I mean, I want you to stay with us. I know you don't want to use your name. I appreciate you going on camera um, and mentioning the company and coming forward as a whistleblower. But is there anything else that you think that, that needs to be communicated at this time? And you are always welcome to come back. Thank you. As this proceeds. I mean, this is a this is not a pretty Christmas gift. No, it's not, um, especially that you were so loyal to a company. Um, and I turned down many um, jobs um, within the 11 years that would have offered much more um, of a salary um, that I, I turned down because um, I, I really believe that Estellas was a great company up until October 5th. Um, the one thing I'd like to say is that um, it is also in, a, in the law that um, if you um, look over a, a religious exemption, there has to be a, a reasonable accommodation. Um, and Estellas, um, you're supposed to have dialogue with between the employer and the employee. And we never got dialogue at all. Um, matter of fact, I, I never even submitted anything and just got um, a rejection letter say, stating that there was no accommodation for me. Um, and I find that very strange that we've been in the field for 15 months, at least um, with no um, no undue hardship as the company states that that I am an undue hardship to the company. Um, an undue hardship is, is monetary and um, as pretty much a monetary value to the company. Um, and I'd just like to, to let everybody know that um, we are valued at nearly $30 billion. So to not um, be able to accommodate reasonably um, myself and my unvaccinated counterparts seems a little far-fetched. How does it feel to be commodified by a $30 billion corporation? Um, you know, it's to be expected. It's, um, it's the industry. Um, um, so, you know, it's, it's a lot about money. Um, but I did feel like, um, again, up until October 5th, I felt like, um, giving us the choice to, um, choose, um, it was a value to me and who I chose to, to be employed by, um, and, and for other people as well. And I'll, I'll say it on the record that I have several not even several, dozens and dozens and dozens of vaccinated counterparts who reach out to me um, and are very disturbed by the path that Estellas has taken. So um, we believe in, in medical freedom um, and we have not been given that right. Um, I'll go on further to say, because you asked if I had anything else. Um, a group of us um, had tried to start an EIG, which is considered a, a employee um, inclusion group um, within the company. Um, our employee inclusion groups include LGBTQ, um, African-American, women's um, military, um, uh, goes on and on. Um, and so we wanted to start a medical freedom group. Um, and we were initially told that that would be reviewed and we could present that to um, 
to our director of diversity and inclusion. We had a date on the calendar. Um, I, be I believe that was in kind of like the beginning of November. I don't remember the exact date, um, but I do have record of that as well. Um, and I can provide you that information. Um, but she passed it on to um, someone else that worked in the department um, to set up the interview. And it was set up and on and that was on a Monday. And the Sunday before we all received um, an email from the director of diversity and inclusion stating that she has heard that um, we are unvaccinated and um, that we are trying to form a group for unvaccinated and unvaccinated employees, which is true. We did have two of the 10 were unvaccinated employee. I'm sorry, were vaccinated employees um, because we were trying to also be diverse and inclusive to those who believe mm -hmm. the same things that we did. So we, we did extend an invitation to those who believed in medical freedom and stood against the vaccine policy. And um, she terminated, affected, she said, because of this, I'm canceling, uh, canceling this meeting um, for tomorrow immediately. So we were shut down um, to even present our idea for medical freedom to Estellas Pharmaceutical Diversity and Inclusion. Was that was that person with the human resource department? Um, I don't. I don't believe she was with human resources. Now I'm not sure. She's just. Um, she's just a. The director of um, diversity and inclusion, who's as far boss? as I know. Who's that person's boss? Do you know? I'm not sure. I, I would think she'd be the boss. <laughs> well, but she she's going to report to somebody else because it, it's it's a you know it's a, it's a ladder that goes upstairs. But so, some somebody somewhere on the corporate structure, she's reporting to somebody, and I and I don't know if that would be you know human resources or not. I don't know where diversity offices. Off, you know, officials and corporations, and I don't know where they report to. Having said that, uh, how many of the people that you know within Acellus who are, who chose to be vaccinated or felt that they their jobs were at risk and they were coerced to get vaccinated? How many of them have reached out to your group of thirty, or how many there are who are unvaccinated? I mean, is there support behind? Is there is there support among the employees for those of you who have been discriminated by this? There are. For me, I've been overwhelmed by the amount of support that I've received from my manager um, and um, his manager and um, and my immediate counterparts um, and even beyond. Um, I've received lots of communication from people that I've just known um, throughout the eleven years of my tenure with Estellas that have. And that found out about what's happening um, with me personally and have reached out almost on a, on a weekly basis. Um, and, and they check in on me constantly. So um, they are very disturbed by what's happening. And, um, and yes, I get a lot of, of support. Um, I cannot say the same thing about some of my counterparts in different divisions. Um, I have had one counterpart. Um, so I apologize if I've repeated myself, but um, she's in a different department, had a senior leader ride with her um, this year early in March. Um, and the senior leader specifically asked her about her vaccination status. Um, this is right when it was really coming out. And um, she said, well, I, I don't qualify yet for the vac vaccine. So I was like, so I haven't 
you know, I haven't received it yet. And she goes on to say, senior leader. And again, this is, I'm, I'm third party in this. Um, I did not hear it. I just heard about it. There, the senior leader told her that she thinks that once this has become available to everybody and, and they don't receive the vaccine, that they should just die. That's harsh. Hmm. That's harsh. That's harsh. Uh, I can't thank you enough for coming forward and reaching out to me last night and, and, and willing to do this on camera. Um, and, and send me all of the documentation that you referred to. I think I got some of it, but send me the rest of it. I've got a load of it. So I'll be more than happy to send it and, to and you. And stay with us on this story because this isn't over. This is not No, it's over. not. No, no it's, it's not. not. It's not over. It's not over. So, and, and before you go, do you know, is there a vaccine committee, I don't know what the word is, I should be asking, a corporate committee that decides the vaccine policy. Do you know if that has been set up at Estellas? Um, no. When I ask those questions, uh, they just tell me that the review would be with legal, HR, and senior leaders. I'm not sure um, how uh, each of those departments can determine what my sincerely held religious belief or uh, what my medically exempt belief is because the last I checked, they were not in the department of religion or, um, medical, um, they're not, they're not MDs, right? They're not, they're, they're not MDs. MDs. Did anybody of the, did anybody who applied for medical, would those forget Florida for right now? Okay. Forget Japan, forget mm -hmm. outside the United States, just in the United States. What about the people who applied for the medical exemptions? Most of them did receive medical exemptions, um, granted through, March 31st, just like Florida, all of Florida and um, medically exempt. Um, there were some situations that medical exemptions were not granted. Um, so I think it, I, I, th I don't know how they came up with this um, conclusion for um, separating medical and religious exemptions without um, the, the process that was promised. So, um, but yes, there were, there were some medical granted through March 31st and then reevaluated. Okay. Did they tell you who was going to be on the senior, who, who, uh, the, the legal has a head of HR has a head, but when they mentioned to you senior leadership, did they tell you who, who was going to be the top person on the senior leadership? Mark, Mark Reisenhower obviously is giving clear direction. Um, the other senior leadership is um, Chantel Dodson, VP of sales. Um, there is um, Lynn Phoenicia, um, I never received anything from her. Um, and, and again, she's not in my department, um, but What's I did still, um, she's VP of sales, I believe for, um, um, oncology. I'm not, the titles just changed. I mean, the titles recently changed, mm -hmm. um, Lynn Davis. So, I mean, historically I have, um, enjoyed working for, for at least um, Lynn and Steve. Um, I, I don't know Chantel. She was put in this position at, a couple of years ago and we really have had no interaction. So it's not, um, it's not um, the behavior of the um, latter two. Um, but I don't, that's why I'm not sure who's, who's running the show. So, just so minus again the the, the Florida employees, 
for Astellas. This policy affects how, how many other employees are there in Astellas in the USA? There's 3,000 employees approximately in the U.S. So um, it's kind of a split between corporate and field sales. So it's it's a, approximately a, an even split. Is again, this is the most recent data that I am aware of. I could be off a little bit, but that's that's generally speaking what I, what I know. So um, how many people are in, in uh, how many people are, and you're a full-time employee, right? You're, full-time you're not, employee. You're not an independent contractor. No, ma'am. And this applies to all of the full-time employees minus Florida. Um, it, again, it applies to anyone that's even part-time. If they work for Astellas um, or have any interaction with Astellas, they have to be vaccinated to um, have interaction. You can't even go into Northbrook or Washington DC facilities if you're not vaccinated. Where's their office in Washington located? Um, I am not sure. I have not been there. Um, I, I don't know. So this is their lobbying office in Washington? I'm going to assume so. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. And please keep in touch and send us the rest of those documents so I can read Thank you, Christine. Absolutely. Be glad to. Thanks.